0: Galatians chapter 4. As long as the heir is a child, he differs nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until appointed by the Father. So we also, when we were children, were serving under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of time was come, God sent his Son, made of a woman, made under the law, that he might redeem them who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Baptism, which obliterates, knocks out original sin, puts us in the state of grace. And because you are sons, God has sent the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. That's being in the state of sanctifying grace, Holy Spirit in you. Therefore, now he is not a servant but a son, and if a son, an heir, also through God, in a state of grace, you're a son of God, child of God, and heir of heaven. Luke two, and his father and his mother, were wondering at those things which were spoken concerning him, and Simeon, blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold this child is set for the fall and resurrection of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be contradicted. The truth will be contradicted. And thy own soul a sword shall pierce, that out of many hearts thoughts may be revealed. Make sure, before you go to confession, to ask Mary to intercede for you. As the co-redemptrix, she can obtain for you what it says there. That out of many hearts, thoughts may be revealed. You need to have a good examination of conscience. Pray to the Holy Spirit with Mary, and it'll happen. It's overlook overlooked verse. We just run over that thing. But Thoughts may be revealed. Our Lady will help you out with your examination of conscience, big time. She'll obtain for you the grace to see your sins. And there was one, Anna, a prophetess of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, lived with her husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow until fourscore and four years, who departed not from the temple by fasting and praying, serving night and day. Now she, at the same hour, coming in, confessed to the Lord, and spoke to him that all that looked for the redemption of Israel... After they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their city, Nazareth, and the child grew and waxed strong, full of wisdom, and the grace of God was in him. Baltimore Catechism today takes us to indulgences, but we'll do that tomorrow, because before we study on indulgences, we really got to hone up on what temporal punishment is. Help us to understand indulgences. Indulgences make no sense if you don't have a grasp on what temporal punishment is. So here we go. Question 218. Okay, it says, The priest gives us a penance after confession that we may satisfy God for the temporal punishment due to our sins. Does not the sacrament of confession remit all punishment due to sin? says, the sacrament of penance remits eternal punishment due to sin, hell. But it does not always remit the temporal punishment, which God requires as satisfaction for our sins. So you got hellfire punishment and you got purgatory punishment, basically. Every sin you commit has a punishment. You can either pay it in this life or in the next, Okay as temporal punishment goes temporal punishment can be paid in this life just through regular kind of sufferings if we embrace them with with the intention of doing so you can do your purgatory on earth or you can do it after life it's your choice it's a great must read book i love it it's called how to avoid purgatory it's just a little short book a little orange book on the shelf it's real small Check it out sometime. Continue. Why does God require temporal punishment as a satisfaction for sin? God requires a temporal punishment as a satisfaction for sin to teach us the great evil of sin and prevent us from falling again. So he doesn't give us temporal punishment just because he's mean and cranky and he wants to get even with us. No. It's quite the opposite. He's a father and he wants to teach us he wants to teach us and he wants to prevent us from falling into the sin again He wants to strengthen us temporal punishments are for our own good god doesn't need him we need him a couple more what are the chief means by which we satisfy god for the temporal punishment due to sin the answer is prayer fasting almsgiving all spiritual and corporal works of mercy and the patient suffering of the ills of life. And we're going to run over quickly here for the last two, the spiritual and the corporal works of mercy, because those are great ways that we can pay our temporal punishments due to sin. The spiritual works of mercy, which are the most important, they are admonish the sinner, instruct the ignorant, counsel the doubtful, comfort the sorrowing, bear wrongs patiently, forgive all injuries, And pray for the living and the dead. And the corporal works of mercy. Give food to the hungry. Give drink to the thirsty. Clothe the naked. Shelter the homeless. Visit the sick. Visit the imprisoned. And bury the dead. Those are 14 ways you can satisfy the temporal punishment due to your sin. We'll do indulgences tomorrow.